Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. We got a really good show tonight. It's going to be a fun show. I think uh, everyone that, that dials in is absolutely going to enjoy this conversation. We've got an assistant baseball coach with Holy Family University. We've got Coach C.J. Brancato with us. Hey, Coach, are you there? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to, out of your day to, to talk to us. I'm really looking forward to it. Why don't you kind of kick it off for us? Just, hey, man, just give us an idea of uh, where did you play baseball? What positions did you play? And ultimately, what was it that really got you into baseball? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. So uh, let me take that bit by bit. So, um, so I, um, I played high school baseball here in southeastern Pennsylvania at William Tennant High School, um, primarily a hitter. So DH, corner outfield, catcher, um, just wherever they keep my bat. Um, had a pretty successful high school career um, and had a couple of choices for college. Um, ended up at uh, Gwinnett Mercy University for my freshman year. And we'll just say um, charitably that I was not a dedicated student. So... I, um, I, I bounced around a little bit trying to, you know, play in college and, and do it. Ultimately, um, I got into coaching and work and went to work because, uh, you know, it wasn't until later in my thirties that I started really dedicating to my, my, uh, my education. And, um, but yeah, so what got me into baseball would be, you know, like a lot of kids, like a lot of young boys would be my dad. My dad was a huge baseball fan and, um, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of baseball as a kid, but it was just something that I got to do with my dad and it was consistent, um, that, you know, that was something we could do together. And honestly, like I really just grew to love it. And now it's something that, you know, I just couldn't see with, with not being in my life. So love baseball and dedicated to the guys, um, coaching wise, I've been, um, you know, I've been a head coach at Bucks County Community College since 2017. And then this June, um, accepted a position with Holy Family University here in Philadelphia. And it's been a great ride, man. Really been really enjoy the opportunity to uh, to coach these young men and, and help them, you know, on and off the field. Good stuff, coach. I absolutely appreciate you kind of walking through that background just to give us a sense of who you are. And I yeah. love the I love the dad piece, man. And I can absolutely appreciate that because, hey, you know what? First I was a son and now I'm a dad. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what it's all about. You kind of pass baseball on from one generation to the next. One thing that you said that was really kind of fascinating was, hey, as a kid, you didn't absolutely love it. It wasn't like the thing that you were drawn to. At what point in your life did it really become a passion? And it was really all about baseball. I never specialized in baseball as a kid. Um, but when I, when it really clicked for me was, and it's a, it's a silly story, but I was probably um, 12 years old and I got to catch um, the ceremonial opening pitch at our little league. And it was uh, mayor Ed Rendell. And 
just for whatever reason, I was like, wow, this is so cool because he's such a big sports personality here in our city that for whatever reason, that just made me like really excited about baseball and like people from the Phillies would come out. So as a little kid that really like cranked everything up a notch for me, I think. And um, yeah, like it's just, it just turned into a huge passion. I couldn't, I, I haven't been able to get enough baseball, you know, since that age, like watching games, statistics, you know, evaluating stuff. Um, I showed a, a lot of guys that coached me said that I started showing like coach traits and personality and pretty early on in high school, like being able to see things and decipher them or, you know, um, give guys some insight onto what I saw that was going on. So a lot of cool stuff there. I enjoyed it a lot. Absolutely. You mentioned you grew up and played high school in Southeast uh, Pennsylvania. So really you were in Philadelphia. I mean, if, if uh, the mayor came out and was catching the opening day, little league uh, or uh, throwing out the opening day, little league pitch. I mean, you were really in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in Philadelphia up until high school and then we moved up into uh, what's, what's called like Bucks County, like into Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, and I went to high school, um, like I said, at William Tennant in Warminster, Pennsylvania. So, you know, really, really lucky to, uh, to have had both of those experiences growing up to a certain extent, you know, in Northeast Philadelphia and knowing like what that's like and the, the experience that that is. And then also the opportunity to, you know, move into a great area in Bucks County and kind of, grow up and throughout high school with that and meet all the people that I did. And, um, you know, just night and day, like it took me a while to catch up to my peers at that age, um, athletically because the talent so great in the, uh, the suburban, you know, areas around Philadelphia as well. Absolutely. And I love that. So Bucks County is that, so that's interesting. What ultimately led you to coaching at Bucks, uh, community college? Yeah. Um, so, I had taken um, I had taken a job where I was coaching like college summer ball in a local summer league, and I had done that for like five or six years. So I was in my like later twenties, and I decided to make a change like in my career path. Um, I was working like a corporate finance job, um, so I decided to go a different route. I uh, a partner and my myself opened up a baseball facility in Feasterville, and I applied to like five or six open high school assistant jobs. And then I saw that the local junior college came available. So I figured I had put my application in. I was coaching college players in the summer. Um, I just threw my hat in the ring and, and got an interview. And, you know, um, they gave me, a, they gave a, you know, a guy in my situation, a great opportunity. And, you know, I really ran with it and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was actually, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It really was. I'll say you did run with it, man. That's so cool. Thank you for going through that again. I absolutely appreciate it. So, sure, man, let's talk about Holy Family University. I mean, they have such a rich tradition. They have been playing baseball for, you know, years. Well, actually, this is their first year, isn't it? It is. It is. It's our first year um, as a baseball program, um, Holy Family Tigers. And we are uh, extremely excited and, and blessed to, to be doing it. And, you know, it's... Uh, I think it's a really special group and, you know, we, keep, we tell these guys every day we're making history and, you know, every, you know, everything's going to be a great opportunity and, and a possible, you know, chance to, you know, have success or learn from it. And we're just, we're really getting after it. And it's a, it's a fun group. I know I keep saying the word, but I always tell guys 
if we're not having fun doing it, you know, what, what are we doing? If it's not fun, what are we doing? So. Absolutely, man. This is awesome. This is absolutely why I was looking forward to this interview so much. I mean, this is a unique experience. I think you guys have got a ton of excitement around this program. I can't imagine what it must be like on a day-to-day basis and, and just trying to harness all that energy, you know, in one sense probably has to be kind of challenging, but give us a, some insight here, coach. I mean, really, what are the visions? What is your vision? What's the goals for this year? You know, just kind of kicking off and really getting a new program up and running. Yeah. I mean, so when we, uh, we were brought on board in June, first goal was like, can we get a roster together? And, um, you know, depending upon who you ask, that was going to be quite the undertaking to go from zero players to, you know, full college roster. And, um, luckily there's just such a great, um, energy around the area for baseball. Um, so we naturally had, you know, a number of kids that signed up to come to school and reached out about the program, um, that just can't kind of happened organically. And then, you know, really went out to get like other talent and skill sets, you know, throughout not just the, this country, but internationally as well. Um, so, you know, the goal was to get the, get a roster. We definitely have a roster. Um, right now, I think we have 50, uh, 52 um, on the roster. And, um, you know, each one of those guys brings different skill set. Um, there's definitely some like really exciting top level talent that we feel like we have there. And then we have guys that are, you know, developing their skill sets and, you know, trying to stay in the, in the college game. And, you know, I respect that. So, um, yeah, I mean, goals for the team, like, you know, we look at it, like we're, we're at a great conference in, in the, in the CACC and um, we've got a tough road ahead of us, but, you know, our goal, like as a coaching staff, and we've told the guys this, like we're, you know, um, I've coming from, I'm coming from a winning program, that I help put together with uh, my assistant coaches there. And my goal is to, to grow and to win. And I think we can do those two things at the same time. Um, our goal, I would say for year one is we want to make a run and, and try to get into these conference playoffs. And if we get in there, make some noise, but I have a lot of respect for the opponents that we have um, some really well-established programs here in the conference. And it, it certainly will not be um, an easy path by any stretch but, you know, we have a lot of confidence in what we've assembled here and what we're working on. We're far from a finished product. And, you know, how many more cliches can I say? But overall, we would love for year one um, to, to get in conference playoffs and make some noise. And then we just really believe that we, even as soon as year two, can be really dangerous um, in conference and, and maybe beyond. So a lot of excitement, really, a lot of excitement and a lot of advantages to being a new program. There's there's no doubt. I can tell the excitement. I can absolutely feel it. I'm very, very happy for you and all yeah. the guys on the team. How in the world were you able to put together a roster of 52 so quickly? Um, so I definitely want to give a lot of credit to our coaching staff. Um, so uh, we have a head coach, Kyle Davis, um, just, you know, just a great, like, steadying, steadying um, personality at the top of the helm because we have a couple of really energetic and uh, a little more, a um, little more, just a little more spontaneous guys like myself, uh, coach Steve Sable, who works with our hitters and our outfielders. Um, he came with me from Bucks County community college, uh, coach Tyler Mortar, our pitching coach, who is one of the most aggressive um, in a good way recruiters um, that I've met. So, and I'm a pretty aggressive recruiter as well. 
So the two of us really spearheaded the majority of like the initial recruitment, got guys in front of Coach Davis to bring them into the program. And we we just shot like a really good percentage on the guys that we knew we wanted to bring in. And um, honestly, we just the, the school does such a great job of packaging for not just high school seniors, but transfers as well. So, you know, they make it really uh, it, we were able to make it affordable for a number of guys. We do really um, compete well financially in how we package. We package very well between baseball money, um, institutional, and then, uh, you know, academic and, fa- you know, obviously kids that have FAFSA eligibility, so that helps. But just talking to guys, just leveling with them. Um, I think I think I did something like between June 10th and the end of July, you know, we had probably – you know, 150 recruiting calls, just talking to guys and weeding through their questions and their parents' questions. And honestly, it was, um, you know, coming from a background that I was in with no housing, no academic or athletic scholarships, being able to pull talent in, it was it was kind of, I don't want to say easy to be able to offer something, but it definitely made it made it easier for the parents and the kids to be more at ease about their decision because there's a different level of financial support at the division two level and at Holy family than what I had had previously, you know, just being at a non-scholarship program. So, um, it, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I actually joked, I would love to do it again, (laughs) but, and we'll see maybe one day, you know, maybe one day on the road that'll happen. But, um, recruiting is one of the things I really love to do and, you know, connect with kids and their parents about this dream that they have and, talk them through the process and even if it's not a fit here you know maybe getting them in touch with guys um and other schools that i have relationships with that can you know help that kid move on because i know what it's like to be that kid and want that you know have that goal and you know um i'm very passionate about you know helping kids uh you know get to where they want to be man you are passionate i gotta tell you you're an excellent recruiter i mean i love the excitement in your voice and and uh, just kind of presenting what it is that you have to offer, just that whole piece of excitement. I can absolutely believe you're a fantastic recruiter. And I, I kind of want to get into the packaging, and, w- and we'll probably talk about it a little bit later sure. as, as we go through, because I think that's an exciting piece. But I've got to believe that whole period that you were talking about, really June 10th to kind of the end of July, you had to really rely kind of on your past experience. And, and what I mean is I'm thinking about when you were really a managing partner, you were a recruiting coordinator at Rake Baseball Academy. How, kind of talk to us how that helped you. I mean, if you had 150 calls, that's still 150 calls. You still had to weed it down. How did that really help you to identify and recruit the talent that you wanted to come to, to Holy Family University? Yeah, I mean, so – just the, the experience, like um, starting Rake Baseball Academy with my partner, Andrew Lihots, you know, definitely a big shout out to him because without without Andrew, I may never got into baseball. Um, and he's fantastic human being, really excited for him and what he's doing. Um, but, you know, we kind of agreed that like we would start it and, you know, put these teams together. And because I had, you know, some experience, you know, with the summer team and, and getting players from college programs to play there. And then I just started, you know, with the junior college and was recruiting kids there and was making connections that that would kind of be one of my roles is I would help, you know, explain the college recruiting process, walk kids through kind of like what our evaluation was based upon, 
you know, we always built it upon like first and foremost academics, like what are your academics like? What kind of student are you? What do you want to go to school for? Secondly, financial, what's your budget? You know, what's something you're comfortable doing? And then, you know, somewhere like fourth or fifth on that list is going to be baseball, right? Mm -hmm. Because for, for us, we always wanted to advise kids to make sure they're making good academic, financial and social and, you know, healthy decisions. And then if you have a skill set, there's going to be an opportunity. Um, and, you know, especially in this area, there's so many, there's so many college programs in the Philadelphia area um, of all levels that, you know, if you're, if you're a guy, if you can play baseball and you have the desire to play at the college level, there's usually an opportunity um, to at least have a chance, like whether that's again, JUCO or USCAA or NCAA or, you know, D1, D2, D3. So there's different levels to it for sure. But um, what really helped me in that process was just, you know, trying to be empathetic and not just critical. If someone walks in and goes, oh, like I want to go to Clemson and they're 5'8", 140 pounds and a senior. But be more empathetic and like try to like, you know, understand why they want to play play baseball and what they want and understand the other things they need, like their academic needs and try to present them with, opportunities that they maybe didn't know were there right because you know um we don't sometimes sometimes kids just know about what they see on tv or what they see on twitter and um luckily with the growth in the sport and you know uh social media kids are more informed um than they were when i first started um you know at rake but it's definitely always helpful to have you know some insight from someone that's been there a little bit and I definitely benefited from that from guys that I got to poke their brains and understand like how they advise kids. And, you know, ultimately at the end of, at, at the end of it, of a conversation, I just wanted to leave that conversation with the parents and the kid, both feeling like their questions were answered and that their needs and what they're looking for was heard. Um, and that was what was most important to me, regardless of where they ended up going to school um, was just that we all were on the same page and that they didn't feel like they were told they weren't just just not good enough to do it, that we had to figure out a path to get to where they could be successful. So, Well, Coach Brancato, I got to say, man, you're doing it absolutely the right way with tons of integrity, and you're absolutely presenting the, the, the complete truth, not only to the prospects, but certainly to their parents as well. And I can speak firsthand as a parent, as a dad who was fortunate enough to have a son play college baseball, you are telling the absolute truth. And I know as a, as a parent, I would trust everything you're saying, man. I think you're just spot on. This is really, really exciting, man. I thank you for walking through that because um, there's so much truth to it. Guys can play baseball, but man, they're making 40 year decisions. You know, it's, that sounds cliche, a 40 year decision, but that's really what they're making. And it's not a four year decision. They got to find the right fit academically, culturally, the distance away from home, all those factors kind of have to come into play. And if that really fits you, then baseball is going to be a home run, so to speak. You know, I mean, baseball kind of needs to be toward the bottom of that list, man. I love what you just said, Coach Brancato, man. That's, that's big time stuff. Hey, everybody that's joining this evening, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, we do record this space, so if you got in late, don't worry about it. We're going to be able to retweet it out in its entirety, and you can hear it at a later time. Uh, this evening, we're with Holy Family University coach C.J. Brancato. Uh, it's a, a first-year program. It's an exciting program. I mean, they are absolutely doing things the right way, and we're very, very fortunate tonight just to have 
uh, Coach CJ just spent a little bit of time with us. We're, we're certainly appreciative. No, so, I appreciate the opportunity as well. It's awesome. It, absolutely. Thank you. So let me ask you about the Pendle, and I hope I'm saying that right, the Pendle League. You know, kind of what is that? Kind of give us a feel for what that's all about. And then ultimately, how did that help influence you in some of your philosophies in regards to coaching? And you're going to be able to implement that now at Holy Family University. Yeah, that's funny. Um, it's it's interesting, like, how an experience like that can be so defining about relationships that we have throughout our life. So um, just real quick on the, uh, on the Pendel league. Um, it's a, it's a baseball league that still exists here in the, the greater Philadelphia area. Um, it has like a long, it had like a long rich history of being one of the most competitive um, at certain points in like the seventies and eighties and maybe even early nineties was technically like an independent league. Um, like, um, there were former Phillies that would play in it, you know, guys way back, you know, in the, the 50s and 60s, if they were trying to get picked up, they would, if they got released from the Phillies, they would get, they would, they would jump on a team and maybe make all bucks. Um, so when I jumped into it, um, I had just finished playing um, at the time when I was playing, I'm 35, American Legion baseball was very prominent in our area. So I was aging out of American Legion baseball along with most of the team I've been playing with for the last several years. And, you know, being who just who I am, I, I'm, I'm generally like an organizer of events or teams or whatever we're doing a lot of times along with other people. But um, I found this league. I read about it in my local paper. That was still a thing that we did. Um, and uh, I reached out and got invited by postcard to attend a uh, league meeting. And I, I brought in my, uh, my Legion post that all of our guys that were aging out, we went and played another season together in that league. And some of us stayed and, um, you know, we brought on a coach to coach us and I played for a few years. Um, but that's the Pendel league. Um, how that kind of like steered me is that, um, after I had my second surgery on my right knee and I couldn't really, couldn't really play anymore at the, at a great level. And I was, I was putting some weight on and I was heavy. Um, you know, I kind of transitioned into coaching. I, you know, I didn't want to be the guy that I wasn't enjoying not playing well, I'll be honest. So I, I made a really natural transition into coaching, um, ended up becoming the head coach of that team, reached out to some local colleges to bring college guys in for the summer season and started making some connections that way. And um, ultimately, we, I think we grew, that, we grew the league over the course of time. Um, maybe the first five or six years I was in it and coaching to a really respectful level and really good baseball. And then, you know, like, like everything else, things go in, things go in, um, you know, cycles and it kind of got overshadowed by some more competitive leagues and guys went other places. And when I started coaching, uh, at the college, I started really winding down on that. So probably like 2017 to 2019, I was less involved. And at this point, and not involved, but I really support those guys that are that do that, and it, it really does provide a great opportunity locally for, um, you know, college guys, adults, like just guys that can play, a chance to go out there and, you know, live it out, you know, live it out and play the game. And the Pendel League, I'll say, is was very, very formative. I mean, I, you know, I, again, I met my future business partner playing in that league. I met. Um, you know, I met coach stable playing in that league. Um, he's one of my, you know, one of my best friends in the world and 
uh, came with me over to Holy Family and um, just lifelong friendships, man. I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, I just always try to treat people well. I try. Um, you know, I have a unique personality and a dry sense of humor, but I try to be super friendly when I, when I, uh, at all times. And um, just made some great connections to guys that I played against there that now coach, whether it's high school or college. And, you know, just a ton of respect for, you know, I mean, if I wrote down some of the names that were playing and coaching in that league and where they are now, like there's a lot of great Southeast PA high school coaches, college coaches at all levels that played and coached in that league and, you know, really made it what it was for like that five to seven year stretch that I, that I can really recall. What a great experience. And again, thank you for kind of walking through that and giving us a better feel of what the Pendel league is all about, man. Thank you. So I'm thinking about Holy Family University, and I mean, obviously, this is the first year for baseball, and it's an up-and-coming program, and you're going through those trials and tribulations, which are actually really exciting, and, and, and there's a lot of momentum that's got to be behind you guys. But the, but the truth of the matter is, Holy Family University has been competing in sports, many sports, for many, many years. I mean, this isn't like their first step into getting into sports. In fact, I think I did a little bit of research and this is actually the 18th team that's kind of joining Holy Family University. So with that in kind of in mind, what do you think the addition of baseball is really going to contribute to the overall growth and athletic culture of the university? Yeah. I mean, you know, my sincere hope is that baseball will add a, uh, another sport, um, that's going to have that's going to have success on and off the field and in the classroom. And, um, you know, and I, and I really think we can we can bring success athletically um, as quickly as the amount of energy we can and time we can put into it. So the school's set up in a great situation um, as far as, you know, where they're located and, you know, the academic offerings they have, you know, with their health sciences, education. Um, and then a variety of other majors as well. Um, but being, you know, pretty popular regionally for, for those two things. And, um, you know, the athletically, I mean, great indoor gymnasium, uh, two full-time strength coaches. We, we have a great pre-physical therapy program. So, you know, the training staff is top-notch. Um, the facilities are great for guys to like come back from injury or just get some rehab in some PT. Um, brand new like turf facility on campus where the lacrosse team and the soccer teams, um, you know, go out and compete during their seasons and, you know, having the access to that, you know, for, you know, some practice time or, you know, some, some individual workout stuff. That's always great. And then um, the practice facility that we're, we're using right now is only like five minutes from our campus. And I know the school is looking into some longer term solutions and um, you know, it's, it's just great to see like their dedication and their investment into, you know, a student athlete's experience and, and the coach's experience. You know, I can't say enough positive things about, you know, what I've experienced in in my short time. And, you know, uh, you know, our athletic director, Tim has been nothing but supportive and really excited. And I think Holy family is a great destination for, you know, not just baseball, but, you know, all sports here in the, the mid Atlantic region. Um, I know we just welcomed in our largest freshman class ever to the school. The school's enrollment's growing and um, the footprint is definitely growing as well. And um, I'm just really excited to be part of, uh, you know, of, of Tigers baseball and Holy Family University and 
just spreading that excitement and love for the game as far as we can here, man. I mean, it's uh, it's really cool, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to know more of the coaches, um, you know, when our, our fall workouts kind of slow down here and check out the basketball team and volleyball and, you know, just be more of a presence along with uh, the rest of the coaching staff on campus and around, you know, just around, just showing our faces. Good stuff. What is the enrollment approximately? Oh, I, I believe we're somewhere around uh, like seven, 8,000 last I checked online. Okay, perfect. And what is Holy Family University known for athletically right now? If you had to say, oh, you know, if you think of Holy Family University, you think of the lacrosse team, or you think of the basketball team, or what is it right That's now? What are they kind of, I, I would say that, you know, from, from, my, from my limited knowledge this early into it, um, it seems like there's been a lot of success in men's and women's basketball and men's and women's soccer. And I definitely apologize if I'm missing out on anybody. I know we also started a lacrosse pro- program pretty recently, men's lacrosse. So there's like, there's just a lot of new stuff happening at campus. And I would say like judging by the money that was invested into those two playing services and some of the banners that I see, I would, I would get ventured to, to say that it's probably the basketball and soccer programs that have, you know, historically been pretty strong. And, um, you know, we're, we're looking to build on that with baseball for sure. Heck yeah, man. That's exciting. I, I love that. What, what you just said, that like, there's a lot of new programs, like a lot of young programs that are really starting to get developed. And it sounds like the money is there. The enrollment is growing. You got a great footprint. I mean, there's just a lot of excitement built around that. Hey man, how long do you think it'll be until Holy Family University is really known for the baseball program? Yeah, I think I think honestly, like with the staff that we put together, uh, the coaching staff we have together, and some of uh, you know some of the guys we were able to bring in, I, I think that there's already like a really good positive, um, really good positive like reputation around us. Um, again, like I I don't think you could find too many guys to say, you know, anything negative about you know the coaches that are on the staff. Um, you know, so I think that we've left a lot of people with good experiences there. And I think we've all had, you know, varying levels of success in college baseball. And I, yeah, I, I think there's a pretty good regional knowledge about what we're doing. And then um, we're certainly going to go out on the field this spring and try to, you know, try to hammer that home and, you know, show that, you know, we're not just uh, a feel good story, but we're, you know, we're a competitive b- baseball club and we're going to go out there and, you know, we're going to compete. We're going to, you know, we're out there to win. So I think, yeah, I think definitely going into, um, going into the spring. And honestly, if my, if my Twitter inbox is any indication of like what the energy is around it, I mean, so much interest from recruits and kids from all over looking for opportunity, excited about something new. Um, you know, so we're, we're really, really fortunate and and lucky to uh, be in the position that we're in and, you know, be running a program at a school that, you know, is as invested into what we're doing as we, as they are. Man, that is so exciting. I'm really, really happy for you, all the coaches, certainly all the players, their parents, their family, and just the, the, the school itself and the alumni. I mean, I'm feeling it. This is big time stuff. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I know we always do this as audio. This would have been one great, uh, interview to do is video, man. I was kind of grinning my head off from ear to ear while you were just talking about that. It's really, really exciting. Very, very happy for you, man. I really appreciate that. And I apologize. I might have misspoke. 
Um, so about a, on the on the enrollment, it looks like uh, we do probably have a little bit more now, but um, as of as of last fall when the numbers got released, we were at about three thousand students. So might be a little higher now, but um, we're definitely growing for sure. I love it. Three thousand. That's a great number right there. There's a lot of comfort in that. Hey. Uh, yeah. Again, everyone that's able to join us this evening, thank you so much for the support. Thank you for supporting Now D1 Speaks, and thank you for supporting Holy Family University and Coach CJ as well. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we record this space so that we can retweet it out, but we also record it because we turn it into a podcast, and that podcast is Now D1 Speaks. And our core audience is really uncommitted uh, baseball prospects, whether they're in high school, junior college, or even the transfer portal. And the other piece of our core audience is really college coaches. And it, this environment has really given uh, prospects and coaches a, a good opportunity to be able to meet and kind of find out what a baseball program is all about. And a coach is able to find out what a prospect's all about. So if this is something that interests you, I would certainly appreciate if you go out and find us. Again, it's now D1 Speaks. and We're on Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Google, every independent that's out there. And uh, if you'd like to subscribe, follow, and even give us a five-star, we would absolutely appreciate it. Again, tonight we're talking with Holy Family University coach C.J. Brancato. And I got to ask you, Coach, you know, we, I really kind of want to get into the recruiting piece. Sure. I just think it's fascinating. I mean, the, the lifeblood of any program is certainly recruiting all the time. And um, one of the things is, you know, you, you, Holy Family University really came at an interesting time. The recruiting ch landscape has changed dramatically over the last couple of years, you know, with the with certainly with the, the transfer portal and the number of kids that are in the transfer portal. And then just go back a couple of years and, and you think about COVID and how that really kind of created this uh, not only a fifth year player, certainly, but a sixth year player. And now this last season. You know, Division One kind of instituted some new contact rules where they're not really reaching out to any players until their junior year. I think it's, you know, in August or September, mm -hmm. and which is a great thing. And, and you know, it kind of delayed. But that's just another change. There's been so many dynamics. You know, as you kind of look at that recruiting landscape and, and what it is that you just went through, you know, talking – I love that. In just a month, you know, you were, you were talking to 150 guys, you know, and trying to figure out what in the world to do. What is it that you could give for advice to really our core audience of uncommitted prospects to, to be able to navigate these really challenging times and to be seen and, and to go out and really find an institution or a college that you just absolutely fit? Yeah, let, uh, let me take that in a couple levels. So the first thing I would say is like for the athlete themselves is – one of the hardest things we can do, right, is, um, you know, be genuinely, honestly, uh, honest, genuinely honest with ourselves and our self-assessment, right? Where do, where do I really slot in? Like, where does my skill set kind of put me? And, you know, what are my strengths and my weaknesses? And then once you can, you can have that, like, from yourself, ask, ask a coach. Like, maybe ask a coach that you think is just going to be honest with you. And sometimes that's the coach that, you know, he may not be your favorite coach. He might be a guy that you think's a little hard on you, but get an assessment, like ask a guy, someone that knows you has seen you play. Um, and it's, it's okay if you don't agree with it, but just try to get some, some feedback there. Um, and then the things that we talked about is once you kind of, you know, identify maybe, you know, the level that fits you best based upon, 
there's a number of variables, right? Like academics, um, your financial situation, your skill set, um, where you want to be, like, you know, ge- geographically, um, different parts of the country, right? You know, they just don't offer certain levels as much as others do. And, um, but yeah, my advice is just to, again, get feedback, do a good self-assessment, see where you fit, you know, at that academic, financial, social, baseball level, right? Give yourself some options. Um, a thing, an exercise I always had guys do at the high school level. And then I took it into the junior college with me as well was let's get a list of like, let's get a list of 10. It can be bigger than 10, but let's get at least 10. Give me your two dream schools, your top two dream schools, and then two schools at nine and 10 or 11 and 12, whatever it might be. And just, you know, that you're like, okay, like I could go there. I'd be happy going to school there and play baseball there. But I think like for one reason or another that they're not somewhere that I a hundred percent want to be right now today. And then in between that, right. List me schools that you really like the academic area that you want to go to school for. You really like the coach or, you know, maybe you want to check that school out because you have some former teammates that have been there. Again, this one through 10 doesn't have to be totally like valuation. It's just 10, right? Just 10 schools. And then, Go through that, go through that, right? Take a look at their roster. You know, where do those kids come from? Um, primarily, like how many guys are already at your position? Write an email, fill out the recruiting pro, the recruiting form. See what the interest level is from that school. Be a little bit um, outgoing, right? As a coach, for me, the kid that I was always most excited about at an event was often the kid that reached out to me before the event. And told me, hey, like I, I know about Holy Family University or I know about Bucks County Community College. And I'm really interested in, you know, this program, a study there. And, you know, I think I would fit in really well at the program. And, you know, I want to work hard and whatever it might be they want to put in there. But just, you know, do some self-assessment, do some proactive outreach. And then do you have to go to 10 showcases? No, you don't have to go to 10 showcases. You don't have to do that. You don't have to pour the money into it. What's really helpful is getting some good solid video on social media like uh, X, which used to be Twitter, um, YouTube, doesn't cost you a dime. And then go to camps, reach out to coaches, um, play in showcases if you're on a team, go to individual events, maybe two or three of those and show the best you have. Um, So there are some economical ways to do it if you don't have, you know, a couple thousand bucks to spend on a summer team. Um, and you know, I think there's some creative ways to get there, but I think you do have to get out and be seen, which can be kind of a roll of the dice. Absolutely. But I think if you do those other things ahead of time, the self-assessment, the thought process, the evaluation and the proactive outreach, you can really set yourself up for, you know, opportunity, which is all you can ask for is opportunity. What great advice, man. Just step by step. I'm going to tell you, Coach, you are absolutely going to have an impact on uh, a bunch of guys all over the country and their families. I mean, that was real, real advice. Absolutely appreciate it. It sounds simple when you're talking about it. There's a lot of work that goes into that as well. You know, but um, if as a prospect, if you're willing to put in that effort to, to really figure out where it is that you want to go to school, and then start looking at that baseball program and, and get an understanding. They may not, you may be the best ball player in the area, 
But if they don't have a need for your position, it's just, you know, you, Coach, you're bringing up a good point when you kind of need to take a look at the roster as well. And, and a lot of factors go into this for everybody to be kind of married together. And I, I just love the way that you just kind of walked all the way through how to get on your radar. It's not just so simple as to send you a, you know, hey, coach, I love Holy Family University on Twitter DM. I mean, that's not necessarily always going to work. There's, there's got to be more that goes along into it. Let me ask you, on, on the flip side, just a little bit, you know, when you really kind of get dialed into a prospect and, and you like their physical attributes and they are on your radar, What's maybe a, a red flag or something like that, that that could potentially, you know, really kind of slow down the entire process and maybe you start looking at someone else instead? Yeah, I mean, so, you know, I generally try to ask guys a couple questions, like to try to assess just without actually being in an ad, you know, in, in you know, a situation that, that shows them some adversity just in a controlled environment, just kind of see how they answer it. Like, Hey, like, how do you feel about coming in here as a freshman? And maybe you're on JV or, you know, maybe, you know, you, you're not going to be a guy for us on the varsity team until junior year. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, what is it? How does that make you feel about, you know, joining our program? And, you know, there's a couple, there's no, I don't want to say there's like a right answer to that, but there's definitely a wrong answer to that. And like, you can tell by tone or in person in body language, like that someone doesn't want necessarily to earn something and they just expect because you're recruiting them that you're going to write their name down in the lineup or they're going to be in the rotation. And, you know, what, what I'm always looking for is I'm always look, looking for a guy that wants to earn each day, wants to earn his spot. And that doesn't mean like, Hey, like, you know, he's diving in, in practice or, you know, it's game seven in the World Series, but it's a guy that's going to put the time in, the energy in, the focus. Sometimes the biggest thing a guy can do is just be present in what we're doing. Um, so when we ask that question and I get, a, I get a response like, hey, coach, you know, I'm looking for an opportunity and, you know, I, I really think I can make an impact in the program. And, you know, I, I would look forward to being a part of that team and, and you know, helping us achieve the goals we want or, you know, some variety of that. And there's a thousand ways they can answer it, that it gets to the point that they're willing to put the time and effort in. Whereas if, if I say to a, say that to a kid and, you know, they're like, well, coach, like, you know, I had a parent tell me last week, well, you know, if he's not going to play, then, you know, we're going to go look somewhere else. And my genuine response to them was like, Hey, like we're recruiting him, hoping that he can play. We think he can play. But once he gets here, you know, it's a man in the mirror kind of situation. You got to go out there and compete against X amount of guys. And as a freshman, like that can be tough. So I think it just depends on the conversation. Like a lot of the guys coming from JUCO have a better understanding, um, not better understanding, but have been in college baseball and understand, you know, that, you know, they're working. And, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's, when you're talking to a high school recruit, you just got to really nail that home sometimes that, you know, outside of your amazingly gifted prospects, like recruit that there's going to be growth. There's going to be sweat and you may not come in here and be the guy freshman year. So ultimately I'm just looking for a response that indicates that they're willing to put time and effort in. And, you know, if that gets, that's great. Awesome. And if they're, they come across a little like 
we're looking for team energy, not necessarily me energy. So when we get that me energy, sometimes that can, that can spoil the, the mood a little bit. Man, this is big time stuff. Thank you so much. I, again, man, you're, you're really going to have an impact on a lot of guys across the country. Thank you very, very much. Hey, man, I got to tell you, tonight has just been an awesome night. I cannot thank you enough for coming on. I am genuinely excited about ha- Holy Family University. I think that you guys have just got, just based on our conversation, I just think you guys have got a lot of momentum and so much to look forward to. I bet you can't wait to get to the field every day, man. And to think you're getting paid for this, too. How exciting is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, it's great experience. And, you know, we spend so many, so many hours um, working on this that, you know, aren't even on the grass and dirt, which – you know, all coaches know that and can can identify with that. And, you know, honestly, um, more than anything else, I'm just I just really want to try and make positive impacts um, on as many guys as we can. And, you know, and, you know, that's really the biggest thing for me is we want to win ball games, But, you know, I want guys to enjoy their time. And, you know, when they come back for, you know, alumni day or whatever, they, they can talk about, you know, that there was something more than just baseball that came out of it which would be great so amen man i think that's so cool that's absolutely what it's all about and with that thought in mind maybe we ought to wrap it up especially with what you were just kind of talking about and and i would ask you maybe one last question and and really kind of for the younger guys and you know and i'm thinking maybe guys that are just kind of rolling into their freshman year of high school and they're just really really good ball players and and they want to be good for as long as they can be good what kind of advice would you give them today that would kind of help them to set themselves up to be successful for tomorrow yeah um just uh i would say a couple of things just from experience like you know get in the weight room be safe in there uh put in some effort be you know a little more diligent with your diet as you get older here into your high school years Um, you really are what you put into you. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just love it. Like, you know, play hard, practice hard. Um, you know, just enjoy the moments because it goes by fast. And, you know, if you're lucky enough that you get a chance to play at the next level, you just got to take that same kind of outlook with you. And, um, it's, you know, it's just something that, you know, I, I wish, I wish everybody could experience, play and be part of a team and you know it's a great experience and i wish everybody could experience that man that is so cool and again thank you so much for this evening this has been a fantastic night man i cannot wait to watch holy family university this year just kind of the progress that you guys make and man i hope we are absolutely able to stay in touch i would love for you to come back on you know and and kind of give us an update maybe you know, in another six months or a year or something like that. But I would just absolutely love to be able to stay connected. That would be, be an honor. Thank you. Absolutely. Again, everyone that was able to join us this evening, thank you so much for being here. And with that, we're going to say good night. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. 
Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast. 